Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Who Knew It, Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest is host of Triple J Weekend Arvos and the Do Go On podcast. It's Jess Perkins. Hello. Can you believe it? I what can't a big, believe what it. What a big get for you. It is a big get. The host of Weekend Arvos? Yes. One of the biggest shows? Holy freaking shit. Well, Good for you. Good for you. Pretty much the only time I listen to Triple J mm-hmm. is Weekend Arvos, cruising around, yep. you know, doing chap laps. Yep. Windows down, just mm-hmm. blaring out a bit of Perco in the afternoon. <laughs> I listened to Breakfast with Will and Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That was back when Triple J was good. That's right. That's right. And it's changed, not me. Exactly. Thank you for saying it. Yeah. Uh, our second guest this week is host of the Weekly Planet podcast and is also the internet's number one party boy. It's Nick Mason. I am going to uh, just just say the right answers. Ooh, I'm not going to write the wrong new answers. Strategy. I'm going to write the, the correct answers every time. Because I'm going to Google it every time uh-huh. and just provide the right answer. And there'll be two right answers. That'll make it easy for me. Then we're going to fucking beat the house. That's right. Wow. Okay. We figured the system out. Hey, Mesa, can you not do that? All right, fine. And the way the show works (laughs) is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and I have to guess which one is correct. Okay, are we ready to play? Ready. Now, before we we start, Jess, I've got to ask, you've you've done probably about 100,000 hours of podcasting with Matt Stewart. Yeah. Can you tell a Matt Stewart answer? Like- can you tell? Can you can you feel it? You reckon? I really can't. Interesting. Because here's the thing. Yes, I've done about a hundred thousand hours of podcasting <laughs> with Matt Stewart. Maybe a million. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a hundred million. Wow. I don't know. I'm not good at maths, but I retain none of it. Interesting. Okay. I'm not sure I could tell you three things about Matt Stewart. What color are Matt Stewart's eyes? Gray. Yeah. No, that's correct. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys. Now, what colour is this? Is it also grey? <laughs> grey. Oh, no, Jess. No. <laughs> Jess, you've got dog's eyes. You can only oh, see thank grey. you. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you're not sticking with your normal strategy then, Meso, of uh, trying to win until you're not going to win and then pretending you're just here for fun. I think that's what your strategy that's in the past That's usually was. what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, <laughs> Which I'm here, I think I'm is here, the perfect I'm strategy. Here to, I'm here to laugh and have fun with my friends, but if I'm going to win... I like to say from the beginning, I'm just here to have a bit of fun. Yeah. I'm just, I'm being a bit silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I start winning, I'm like, you fucking dogs are all going down. That's exactly Ooh. right. Yeah, Damn yeah. right. Big dogs So is dogs that the here. same as yours or the opposite? Okay. No, that's the same. That's, that's the same. The same. Yeah, oh, yeah. this no, is the start... perfect pairing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is going to be good. All right. So here is question number one. This comes from listener Samuel Limbury from Perth. 
Western Australia. And uh, Samuel uh, told me recently this is his favourite word. Ooh, oh, okay. Mine's he, glockenspiel, but okay. Yeah, so you, there's a little note section. Mine's whatever Samuel's is. There's a little note section where you can say, I don't know why I said recently. <laughs> he told me recently, like, like we were bumped into each other. But there's a, <laughs> there's a section where you can write a note, and he said this is his favourite word. All right, the question is, what does the Japanese word sujigiri mean? Oh. What does the Japanese word sujigiri mean? Hmm. And while they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works for the listeners. You get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. Hey, by the way, I'm also playing as the house, and I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round, which seems fair. <laughs> But the probability actually favours me. The house. The house. And the house always wins. <laughs> the, the house. house. The house. You have to honk the house. The house. Yes. I learnt most words from my parents, but the word house I learnt from a goose. Yeah. House. House. Uh, house always wins. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that is not necessarily the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod, which is linked in the show notes. That is the same Patreon that supports many different shows, including the show I do with Jess Perkins called Do Go On. Mm-hmm. Also, the music show I do with my cousin Listen Now. Also, Dave Warnicky's Book Cheat podcast. And it's an empire. It's a network. It's a network of sorts. We... I, there's one about monkeys as well. Yep. <laughs> Sorry to jump in and talk about how we're a network before, I mean, before you said the monkey one. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, the, the, I monkey ones on, the monkey one's on the way out, I think. I know you hate primates. <laughs> I know you do. So. Yeah. I do. I hate them. All right, the answers are in. Here is question number one. What does the Japanese word sujigiri mean? To substitute another ingredient in a recipe to find the result is more sublime than the original. Oh. Death from eating incorrectly prepared poisonous puffer fish. Oh. To test out your new sword on a random passerby. Oh, boy. (laughs) A hug given in a time of need. Oh, that's, oh nice. that's nice. Or a small and harmless variant of a tsunami. Harmless oh. variant of a tsunami. Mm. Like a wave, I guess. A yeah. drip. A drip. Yeah. Just a, one drip. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, ah. That's a sujigiri. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's all right. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have those again, please? To substitute another ingredient in a recipe only to find the result is more sublime than the original? I think it's original? that one. I think it's that one. Lock it in? Yep. All right, locking it in. What are the- Meso, do you need to hear any others? I would like to hear all of them because I've immediately forgotten all of them. Well, there was that first one with the ingredients. Love that. Then you got death from eating incorrectly prepared poisonous puffer fish. I think that's a stereotype, but it might be true because some stereotypes are true. Mm. Or do you think somebody's watched that old episode of The Simpsons recently? That is also true. Uh, to test out your new sword on a random passerby. <laughs> I think that's a joke one. <laughs> and it might be Jess's joke one. Uh, or Samuel's you- joke one. Or Matt's joke one. Well, the fun thing is, Jess, you normally know it's hers because she, that's the one she laughs at the most. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a hug given- While I'm writing it. <laughs> yeah, 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 While it's set out. <laughs> While you're thinking about it later. I have a little, little, little giggle and go, good job, Jess. <laughs> a hug given at a time of need or a small and harmless variant of a tsunami. I think it might be the hug one. I don't think it's the sword one. Mm. I don't think it's the tsunami one. Because it's sort of like there's- It's Japanese and German you always find there are like- Words for really specific things. Yeah, so right. it is like a specific type of hug or mm. a, a hug given at a specific yeah, time right, has its right, own right. name. Or a specific kind of meal. Like, that's yeah. how specific is that? 
And what was the second? What was the second one? Death by eating pufferfish. I don't think it's that one. I'm going to go with the hug one. I think I would yeah. like to. Regardless, I think I think what you've, you've you've conned onto with this podcast, Matt, is oftentimes we don't pick the one that it is, but yeah. we pick the one that yeah, we want it to be. Exactly yes. right. I mm. want it to be that you mm. make some food and you go. I don't have this, but I'll just chuck this in. That's even better. Yeah, love that. So I hope that's true. All right, well, here's who wrote the answers. A small and harmless variant of a tsunami. That was Samuel, okay, at the house. Oh, he's a good. good one. That's mm. a good one. Samuel also wrote, wrote the one that uh, Meso called a bit problematic. Death from eating <laughs> incorrectly prepared poisonous pufferfish. Did you, you didn't use the word problematic. Stereotype. No. That's the kind of word you would say, though. That's true. I'm you a bomb. soy <laughs> boy. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the problem with that one is it's too problematic and it's too woke at yeah. the same time. Yeah, so, yeah it cancels it out. Yeah, you can't, can't win there. Yeah, it just implodes. A hug given at a time of need. Oh, no. This is Meso went for that. Was Jess Perkins ah! to substitute another ingredient in a recipe, which Jess picked. That was Meso. Ah! <laughs> Meaning the correct answer is to test out your new sword on a random Get passerby. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't yeah. that wild that there's a word for that? And then mm. that's a thing that Just people to test do? it out. Now, yeah. you, now you're, you're presumably going to explain this momentarily, but that that's not recent then. Because yeah. I, 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 it felt to me like if you go to like an off your tree or like a, you know, one of those <laughs> yeah. like mall shopping mall kind of places yeah. where they, they sell the swords and they sell the like the pewter wizard and he's holding an orb or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. that's the, you buy that and you test your sword. But I guess it's more ancient. Yeah. Than you could possibly I hope even more it's ancient, ancient than, than the- what's new that's franchise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's new is more ancient than you can imagine based on the name. So that means after one round, it is the house on no points, Mesa on point. Jess also on one point. That's so nice because we both chose the wrong answers, but we both got a point. And yeah. you both liked each other's answers. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. That was, was a great answer, Mesa. It was you. so good. Yes, I definitely would have picked that too. Yeah. Because I remember- But you, you both were right on that, you know, real specific yeah. English doesn't have a word for this. Mm. Yeah, we would just call it a there's that, hug. Because there's that term, and I can't, I can't, it's the one I can't remember, where like if you break- like a pot or something, you fix it, but you yes, fix it with gold yes. and it looks better than it was. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. I can think of a thing like that. Yeah. I can think of a thing. Yeah, I can. <laughs> People Watch say me. I can't think of a thing, but Watch I did. Watch me. Here yeah. I go. Uh, question two. This one comes from Lars van Kuverden from Utrecht in the Netherlands. And Lars's question is, what nickname is scaffolder and darts player Mark Frost from Stoke-on-Trent known as? Oh, He's Mark given you a Frost. few things to work off on this. Yeah, uh, okay. So he's a scaffolder. Scaffolder, darts player, names Mark Frost from Stoke on Trent. Okay. And while you're writing your answers, here's some more info on Sujigiri. Samuel writes the word originally referred to duels between medieval samurai, but during the more lawless Sengoku period, samurai would apparently sometimes casually murder people to see if their swords worked as advertised. During the Edo period, Beginning in the early 1600s, Suji Guri was outlawed. Oh, bloody nanny state in the <laughs> yeah, 1600s. Right? Yeah. Just like European knights, samurai were perfectly capable of being dogshit blokes. In fact, the idea of both samurai and knights as shining paragons of virtue is mostly a romanticization and romanticization <laughs> that occurred later. Everything about the history of this word is unfortunately significantly less fun than the word itself. Yeah, so you're right, it was a while ago. I was really hoping to read that and be like, and it was outlawed in 2008. Yeah, they were like, enough's enough. I missed a bit of that. I was chuckling at my own answer Mm. again. So Um, I'm going to look out for that chuckle when when the answers are read out. No, I have a very good poker face when it comes around to it. I'll go, oh, Oh. that sounds pretty good. (laughs) You should pick it for no reason. Gee whiz, mate. If I were you, I'd be picking that one. 
I'd say stuff like that. Well, now I'm going to listen out for those things. I also don't think mine makes sense. So maybe listen out for that. You go, that doesn't make sense. That needs explaining. Okay. Yeah. That one needs explaining. I reckon that's Jess's. Pete Sampras, tennis champ. (laughs) I don't think that makes any sense at all. (laughs) 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 That's his nickname. All right. The answer in for question number two. What nickname is scaffolder and darts player Mark Frost from Stoke-on-Trent known as the Exoskeleton? Oh. <laughs> 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 Frost Eye. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, that's good. The Ice Road Chucker. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Frosty the Throwman. <laughs> <laughs> or Dart of War. Ooh. Oh, like Art of War. Yeah. I saw... Um, Late night, very late at night one time, like professional league darts on mm. TV. And there was a guy and his name was like Darth Darts or something. <laughs> and they, and they, it was, it was, it was set up like, like professional wrestling. So they do a thing where like the camera spins around him all dramatic or whatever. And they, and he would throw the dart and it would turn into a, like a little lightsaber. Oh, that's it. The, so yeah. Oh he my went God. with Darth Darts. Surely. No, I don't think da- it was Darth. Darth Vader. It was Darth. It was Darth something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it would have been. It should have been Darth Vader. You're Darth absolutely. Vader is very. But good. I bet Darth Vader was taken. Can I have these again, please? The exoskeleton, the exoskeleton, Frost Eye, the Ice Road Chucker, That's so Frosty funny. the Throw Man, or Dart of War. I kind of like exoskeleton. Yeah. I don't, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Jess said hers wouldn't make sense. Mm. I think, to be fair, mine makes a bit more sense than that. Oh, interesting. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think, because I don't get exoskeleton. Yeah. I know what an exoskeleton is, but I don't see how it applies to being a scaffolder or darts. Okay, I'm going to sh- I'm gonna go with exoskeleton because I'm trying to will it into reality because I want to hear the explanation <laughs> yeah. for what it is. Maybe it's because, like, if you're a scaffolder, you wear, like, a harness. Yeah. And you go down a building and maybe he's like, that's he's, he's the exoskeleton. So I'm going to say that one. All right, lock in exoskeleton for Meso. Frosty the Throw Man is so funny, but I also think that might be Meso. Or just, like, that's a made-up one. But, that I mean, all nicknames British. are made up. Yeah, that feels very British. What were the others? Frost Eye. Frost Eye. The Ice Road Chucker. Ice Road Chucker. I'm going, oh. Frost Eye like Frosty. I only just got that. Yeah. Mm. Frost Eye, though, because it, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, what, what talk me through Frost Eye? Well, like Frosty the Snowman. His name's yeah. Frost. Yes. And then it's... But it, you call him Frosty, but he's Frost Eye because he's- He's got a great eye. He's got a great eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one almost makes too much sense. Yeah. Right. Is that, so what, that, is that your problem it. with it? That's my problem with it. <laughs> that yeah. can't be it. Yeah. I'm between Frosty the Throw Man and- <laughs> Oh, no. I'm Sorry. I'm between the Ice Road Trucker one mm-hmm. and Dart of War. I'm going to go Dart of War. Nice. I don't think it's it. That's Ice Road Chucker. Chucker, yeah. Okay. I, I, think- I didn't get it until- you said <laughs> yeah. trucker then? Yeah, that's what it is. And that's why I was like, it's quite funny. did I not say that right? But that feels that very- That is so funny that I've said that four or five times and didn't get it. Didn't get it. <laughs> but it feels like a- Because um, that feels like a very American reference. Right. And yeah, I right. think I think British people would go for something sophisticated like Dart of War. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is Dart of War? Like Art of War. Oh, I just- Okay, right. Sun- Sun someone? Sun Tzu, yes. yeah. Sun Tzu's Art of War. Uh, well, this is Mark Frost's Dart of War, if Jess is correct. Let's right. go through who wrote the answers. The Ice Road tru- <laughs> the ice road Chucker was Meso. That was me. So good. That is very good. That is so good. I'm so sorry that I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I've said that to you many times, and I'll say that to you a many more. That's right. <laughs> 
Uh, frost eye. That was Jess Perkins. Oh, like bullseye is what I was going. Oh, for. oh it's I mean, it made sense in different. Yeah, ways. It made sense in every yeah. single way. I would say yours made the most sense. Thank you so yeah. much. I was I wrote it out and went that's silly. Uh, Dart of War. That was the house. <sighs> As was the exoskeleton. Oh, my God. I mean, the correct answer was Frosty the Throw Man. That's-, That's... Yeah. I know they're all- It's pretty good, but it's not. Yeah. Mm. Well. He should have got us in the room. Yes. And, and, and spitballed some ideas. Come on, people. You know? Well, according to the Daily Star, he might have the greatest nickname in darts. Oh, firm no. disagree. Yeah. We came up with better ones, just like- <laughs> Yeah, like that. Yeah. Never seeing him throw a dart, and right. we came up with better names. Mm. People are like, how did how did he come up with it? And he said, "Oh, family member. It's a good story." Um, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the was name the family member a toddler. Yeah, the name isn't great, but the story makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thrilling tale. So that means two points for the house that round. Oh well, roaring right. back into contention. All right, house. Yeah, come on, house. Shut house up. Fire, Shut yeah. up about it though. <laughs> Bit much. Sorry, yeah, be humble. Jess, I reckon if the house wins, we're going to be burning down the house. Big time. I mean, we set this studio on fire. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like my- This is my workplace, but yeah, let's burn it down. Yeah, I think so. See, the thing is, it's not my workplace. Yeah, so-, so Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, Solidarity with the workers. I get it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'll torch this place. Won't even think <laughs> about it. <laughs> All right. Here's question number three. And it comes from Adam Knight from Croydon in South London. And Adam's question is, in 1832, what did American Hank Thompson become the first person to do? Oh, that's a rhyme. I love a rhyming question. 1832. In, 1930, in 1832, what did American Hank Thompson become the first person to do? And while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about Frosty the Fro Man. According to Lars, he played the World Championships once, but lost to Gary the Flying Scotsman Anderson in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, and Daily Star reckons it's the greatest nickname in darts. Which I thought was very, very funny. <laughs> it starts this whole profile about him. He might be the greatest. He might have the greatest nickname in darts. But then it goes on to say he hasn't even picked his walk-on song for the big game <laughs> this week. And there's a whole article about him still umming and ahhing wow. about the song he's going to pick. I reckon if you just Googled darts player nicknames, the first one would be better than that one. Okay, let's try it. Okay. All right, we'll see what you think. Aaron Turner, and this is obviously sorted in alphabetical order, Azza. That's better. That is better. That's better. You know what you're getting with that. Adam Hunt, the, the hunter. hunter. Yeah, nice. And the third one that comes up. Hunting is, for victory. It's clearly <laughs> alphabetical order. Adam Gawless, nickname Flawless. That's good. And that's nice. <laughs> imagine, imagine your nickname being Flawless. Yeah, it's great. I feel like, thank you so much. You can pick some saying that, can't you? Oh, look who it is. Oh, old Flawless old in the Flora building. in the building. Look like he's going to hit a ball's all. Look out, everybody. <laughs> flawless is in the building. Uh-oh, Flawless here. Hello, I'm Flawless. Hello, Stuff I'm Flawless. <laughs> all right, the answers are in for question three. In 1832, what did American Hank Thompson become the first person to do? <laughs> uh, completing the Oregon Trail, travelling across the continent from east to west. Defeating Abraham Lincoln in wrestling. <laughs> Surviving the hangman's noose for 20 minutes. He was then set free only to be killed in a duel a week later. He was the first to use a handkerchief to blow his nose. (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) Somebody had to be first. Yeah. Yeah. How do we know where the name came from? Oh, because his name's Hank. A chief. Jess. (laughs) Or he invented the revolver and an accident in the testing phase meant he was both the first person to shoot it and be shot by it. Damn. (sighs) So you got Oregon Trail, Abraham Lincoln Wrestling, 
surviving the hangman's noose, using a handkerchief, or shooting himself. First person. These are all very plausible because I don't know anything about history and I can't retain any facts. Same. So they all seem like it could be Abraham Lincoln. I don't know when. I don't know when he lived. I think it's for me. It's between. uh, I don't think it's Oregon Trail. But I think it could be Hangman Noose and or Revolver. I'm going to say Hangman Noose, but I think it's wrong. Okay. 20 minutes is too long. That is a long time. <laughs> how long does it take really to just like cut the rope down? Oregon Trail. The only the only reference point I have for Oregon Trail is like the computer game, which is yeah. you played in schools and it was always like you died of dysentery. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> which essentially is just a nice way of saying you shat yourself to death. Yeah, yeah. I feel like- Fun for the kids. That- <laughs> Kids love dysentery. I feel like Oregon Trail would have been back further back. Yeah. Like, they would have done it already. Yeah. So, what are my other options? Uh, noose. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham noose. I'm, I'm, uh, Abraham. Handkerchief or revolver. Let's not forget handkerchief. I kind of think- And- Jess. <laughs> I do not remember the Oregon Trail game at all. I was. I, I think it was like text maybe, and you'd go east, go east or whatever. Oh. Maybe. maybe I just didn't know what it meant. Yeah. I, the, one, the games I remember in, in those olden days- Back when mm. you and I were boys. Oh, yes. Where, do you remember Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Of course I do, yeah. And there was this Loved other one it. that was a zoo. And they were like- We bought a zoo, the video game, yeah. Is that what it was? No, yes, no. That's right. No. Starring- um, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Sure, yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's different. I was thinking it was going to be Paul Blart Morcock. So, what was the- um, was a zoo one. What was the um, Abraham Lincoln one? Uh, he defeated- So, this is all about <laughs> Hank Thompson. Yeah. He defeated Abraham Lincoln at wrestling. I think it might be Abraham Lincoln or the revolver thing. But I kind of feel like maybe they invented revolvers before then. But did they invent Abraham Lincoln's before then? No, that's well, true. I Holy I, shit. I'm not sorry. Okay, wrestling well, him as a baby. I, I want guess it to be did. Abraham Lincoln, so that's the one I'm going with. All right. You don't, you don't think it's handkerchief? Okay. This is your last chance to okay. handkerchief. No, I shan't be doing that. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, let's go through. You're going to look like such a fool in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still guess it if you think that's correct, Jess. Mm. No, I really want to make so to guess it. What God? What? See, one of these, somebody's going to pick the. There's going to be the perfect part. Nobody's going to believe it, but it's going to be real anyway. Yeah. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, use a handkerchief to blow his nose. That was Jess Perkins. Interesting. And his name's Hank. So that's. Can you bloody believe it? This mind is a powerful computer. Can I be honest though, Jess? Yeah. Uh, until you did that, I. I would have kept it on the table as a real option, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, they, you know, we've always had cloth, but maybe we haven't called it a handkerchief. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Until you did your, your theatrics. Yeah, I do yeah. love to be theatrical. See, that's my <laughs> biggest downfall. First person to complete the Oregon Trail. That was the house. Mm. Uh, and I had time to look it up when I was writing this. It did happen that decade, apparently. Oh, okay. that decade. But it wasn't that man. I think that, I mean- I very quickly looked it up. Um, <laughs> the house also wrote he invented the revolver and an accident in the testing phase, blah, blah, blah. Dang. Meaning, and the revolver was also invented that decade. Wow. Okay. That's a good one, the house. Uh, survived the hangman's noose, which Jess went for. That was Meso. Well done. And Meso was correct. He defeated Abraham Lincoln at wrestling. <laughs> Damn. Maximum double points Damn. there for Meso. Good wow. stuff, Meso. When was... Because it's... I mean, it sounds maybe like... 
Lincoln was like, Lincoln feels like he would have been a wrestler, but maybe this was like the tail end. Like he wasn't the president anymore and people were just challenging him to wrestling. Mm. He, he was, yeah, he was, he's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Huh. What? Yeah. Next to The Undertaker. I think him and Trump are the two US presidents who are in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. But I think <laughs> Trump, I don't know why Trump is. But uh, pro- yeah. I don't think he was actual, oh, maybe he was. What? Yeah. yeah. Trump did a stone cold stunner on Hillary Clinton. Yeah, so that's right. <laughs> I think maybe he's been in a few WWE things, mm. a bit more theatrical. Oh, but yeah, like when he did proper when wrestling. he was the Apprentice, the yeah, Apprentice yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yep, yep, exactly. Yep. That does make yeah. a bit more sense. All but right. I did not know that Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> nailed that. Please, Abraham um, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was a a wrestler. That's cool. Uh, Hank was the first and only person to defeat Lincoln in over two hundred bouts. <laughs> So it was, it was not only a wrestler; it was like a, really a good gun. One. Yeah. But do, who do we know who first used a handkerchief? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we know? I don't think we do know. So can we rule we out? We can't rule no, it that's out. That's true. Yeah. So I think I should get a point for that. Uh, if Mace is okay with that, I'll give you a point. <laughs> You're right, okay. <laughs> I'm going to note that down. One pity point for Bob. I'll take it. They're all points to me, baby. Pity. Pity. <laughs> I put my hood on. That's true. Because I'm now, I mean business. <laughs> <laughs> a hood over headphones Matt, always Matt, a cool look. Matt, I would like to leave because I'm afraid now. So <laughs> I've also got just for the to complete the visual. I've got my hood on over my headphones and a blanket across my lap because I'm a bit chilly. You're a badass nana. So I'm I'm throwing a lot of messages out there, and it's very confusing. You're like one of those really old mobsters in The Sopranos. Yeah, like dangerous. Or that guy in Breaking Bad with the ding. The ding ding. And I've got a gun under <laughs> here. Yeah, you have a gun also. I have multiple yes. guns under the blanket, but you don't oh. know that initially. You think I'm just a sweet old well, lady. you kind of given it away. What? When? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're up to question number four. This one comes from Matt Rowe from Stanmore in New South Wales. And Matt's question is, which of these is a real Wikipedia article? Oh, okay. So, nice. you've just got to basically come up with a... The oh, title yeah. of a Wikipedia oh, we, Now we have to think of something. Great. <laughs> Great. You bring me here on your podcast and then god. you make us do all this work. Oh, my God. That's what I should call the podcast. This is like when somebody says, name a song. And yeah. You go, and oh, like, oh I can't. my god. Okay, so- uh, Which is also a regular question on this show. <laughs> god, name any song. I can't do it. Um, while you're writing your answers, here's a little more info about Hank the Tank Thompson. That's my nickname for him. Gordon Adam. Yeah, the uh, only person to beat him in over 200 bouts. The 16th president of the USA was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1992. According to Carl Sandberg's biography of Lincoln, Honest Abe once challenged an entire crowd of onlookers after dispatching an opponent. I'm the big buck of this lick. If any of you want to try it, come on and wet your horns, he said to the crowd. And there were no takers. Come on and wet your horns. Wow. I no, thank you. <laughs> I no, thank you, that. Mr. President. I'm, I'm, a okay. ma- I'm a maybe, sir. Mm. Hey, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. The answers are in. 
Here is question number four. Which of these is a real Wikipedia article? List of sexually active popes. Politician chair sniffing scandals. Oh, God. Bees mm. phalluses by species. List of people lost at sea more than twice. <laughs> or douchebag disambiguation. God, those all could be real. It's a beautiful space. And there's no, there's no, I mean, we could have both cottoned on to ones that are we, we think are fake, but are, or actually are real. Yeah, totally. So. We could, the ones we made up could be completely real. That's true. Um, I checked my fake ones. <laughs> okay, right. I should probably check yours. Uh, say them all again, Matt, if you wouldn't mind. List of sexually active popes. I don't mind that one. Politician chair sniffing scandals. Oh, that that's real. Bees phalluses by species. <laughs> okay. List of people lost at sea more than twice. Oh, I like that one too. Mm. Douchebag disambiguation. See, that the douchebag disambiguation would be like, well, here's the thing. But it's also an expression you can call yeah, people. Yeah. But is that enough to? No, that's that'd be enough for a page. Probably. Yeah. But You're going also, first this time. That is true. Okay, I'm leaning heavily towards. I think the first one, which was sexually active popes. Sexually active popes, and then people lost at sea more than once. I like. Ugh. See, people lost at sea more than once. That is. It's not bad, mm. but like a lot of like navy people would be lost at sea more than once, like sailors, yacht people. Yeah. It's not that thrilling, but it's probably real. And it's probably somebody's special subject. Sexually active popes is funny. Yeah, it is very funny. It's very funny. But sexually active popes. I'm gonna go with lost at sea more than once. All right, locking that in for Mesa. What about you? Papa? I'm gonna say sexually active popes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both in the same similar headspace. Yeah. Mm. All right, well. Let's go through the answers. Douchebag disambiguation. That was the house. Mm. And I've just looked it up. There is kind of a... Yeah, like there is a... Pay- if you look up douchebag, it says, may refer to a device used to administer a douche, a pejorative term for an arrogant or obnoxious person, or a 2010 film directed by Drake Doremus. Oh, there you go. So I guess I accidentally did a real one there, sort of. Um, but luckily <laughs> no one picked it, so it's... <laughs> you're fired. This is our podcast now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bees phalluses by species. That was Meso. That was me. That's good. Politician chair sniffing scandals. That was the house. Ooh. Well, this is down to the wire. Which was which is it going to be? List of people lost at sea more than twice. Damn it. That was Jess. <laughs> and the correct answer is list of sexually active popes. Interesting. So that's Molto Bene. That's Molto Bene. That is Molto Bene. And I can say that as I am one sixteenth Swiss Italian. Here's the thing, though the the house can never can only win points. Yes. Yes. That's just that's just unfair. But you can only win points too. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> There's no losing points. That's true. <laughs> what about a mechanism by which the house could lose points? Yeah, no, but okay, that's the players what I mean, that's couldn't what I mean. lose points. So, like, if Meso chooses, no, if I choose Meso's, he gets a point. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the house never has to choose. No, that's true. So it never has the opportunity to get a point. <laughs> yeah. I realise. So we've got two members of your family, Matt, above <laughs> vats of acid, and now you have to choose. Um, I think <laughs> I, I think either we've discussed it, but I've heard of. List of sexual active popes. I think that feels like something Dave Warnicky has I told think me maybe, about. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a Dave Warnicky <laughs> special. Yeah, because he loves a, a fun mm. uh, Wikipedia list. And it I might even be his second. Yeah, because he always talks about the one inventors killed by their invention. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his favourite. So See, maybe list of sexually active popes is his second favourite. Yeah, it's because I'd be there. fascinated to know what qualifies as sexually active. Yeah. Because in terms of popes, you'd reckon like once would count. But then it's like, right. but pro- pro- there were probably popes that had wives and stuff, right? 
probably. Oh, who knows? There you were know? popes. There were popes that did some pretty questionable things. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Actually, we did a whole do go on an episode about we it. We did, and uh, I remember it really world's well. World's worst popes or something, something like that. My favorite pope name you can pick is Pope Urban. Pope oh. Urban. Pope Urban. It's just a cool name to have if you're a pope. I reckon. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, he's the people's pope. That's right. The popal. All right, so that is two points to Jess in that round. We're up to question number five. This one comes from Dan Faulkner from Ramsgate in the UK. Jess, I've asked you before, what's your favourite kind of question on this show? My favourite kind of question? A bit like a bird or a fish. And the question is, yes. which of these is a real type of fish? Yes! Fish. I, I love fish names. They're okay. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And while you're writing your answers, here's some more info about the sexually active popes courtesy of that very Wikipedia article. Celibacy was optional in the church until the Latin church in 1139 voted to make celibacy a requirement of ordination. And many popes had God-approved sex prior to this, including St. Peter, considered to be the first pope. However, many popes have had illegitimate children and affairs throughout history, including Benedict IX, who is said to have sponsored and participated in orgies, and another, Paul II, who some suspect to have died while having sex with a man. Uh, Wikipedia also has all sorts of funny articles, including a list of funny articles. Well, let's have a look at this. <laughs> well, you know what Wikipedia editors probably think is funny? Dumb stuff. <laughs> Not cool stuff like we like. Yeah, we like cool comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, the, it I mean, that was Matt editorialising a bit. The article's actually called Unusual Articles. The first one listed is Breast-Shaped Hills. And then there's just a whole list of... Hills that are shaped like breasts. Which, which is I probably thought, most isn't hills. Isn't that what a hill, a hill mm. is? It? Or does it mean that it's like two hills so they look like two boobs? Interesting. Uh, Rather than one like boob from the side. <laughs> profile boob. Mm. Oh my God, the answers are in. Oh my God. I'm oh excited. God. Can't wait to hear some silly fish names. All right. All right. Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg the fish. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, quickly change one of mine. <laughs> All right, here is question number five. Which of these is a real type of fish? The slick back burbler. <laughs> the rectangular trigger fish. Ooh. Oh, okay. Empty headed lace fish. Empty headed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dumb. Dingle smacker. <laughs> no. Yep. Or when the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie, that's a moray eel. That's very good. That's... Or very bad. Nah, it's good. I've decided it's good. <laughs> Can I have them again, please? Because funnily enough, I have forgotten all mm, of these same. dumb fish yeah. names. The slick back burbler. Sick, slick back burbler. Rectangular trigger fish. That one, that one. Empty headed lace fish. Also good. That's good. Dingle smacker. I'm going for dingle smacker. Yeah, yeah. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a moray eel. I'm going dingle smacker. I don't think it... It probably isn't true, but I love it. Nice. Okay. And whoever wrote that deserves a point, even if it's a house. Mm, that's true. Dingle smacker. Are you kidding me? That's funny as shit. <laughs> that's so good. Jess, have you- Dingle smacker. Is this yours? <laughs> no, you can't pick your own. I think you not can. Not as convincingly as this. Uh. <laughs> dingle smacker. If, I, if I'd be an idiot not to choose dingle smacker. <laughs> you can't choose your own. Interesting. It's, I'm choosing Dingle Smacker because I, I wish it to be true. Mm. Uh, what, were the, what were two and three? We got 
Two and three, rectangular triggerfish and empty-headed lacefish. I like empty-headed lacefish, I think. Hocking it in? I'm hocking that. I'm <laughs> imagining it like a You're like a slightly see-through fish or something. That's yeah, why they're calling yeah, yeah, it empty-headed. Yeah. One of those yeah, deep-sea yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love those ones. It's got a tiny a brain or something. Oh, and it's got a light, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, they call it empty-headed. So cool. What, what's great about these ones is the naming of the birds and the fishes. You could just say anything. 100%. Just these lunatics out there in the- my favourite was a sarcastic- Fringe head. Sarcastic <laughs> fringe head. I'm like, you can't you can't attribute an attitude yeah, right? to a fish. So, mm. anything goes with naming fish and birds. I hadn't looked at it until now. Just having a quick look. It's a beautiful fish, but let me tell you what it's called first. So, we had the slick back burbler. That was Meso. That was me. Slick back. It's that, really hard to say. It is hard yes. to say. Slick <laughs> back burbler. <laughs> it's actually a real dog act there, Meso. I know. Home, I did that, that in purpose. my mouth. Slick yeah. burbler. <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Amoria. That was the house. I almost thought that was Meso, but he hasn't gone that silly yet. <laughs> and I never will. He never will. He's mm. a serious he boy. He refuses not to. That's right. Wait, the opposite of that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's a Seren. Uh, yes. It's a Seren answer, I think. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's what I'm calling you out, Seren. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Calling him out yeah. <laughs> for compliments. That's right. The empty-headed lace fish, which Mesa went for, that was Jess Perkins. Oh, you like my style. Yeah, that's good. The dingle smacker, that was the house. Oh, and well, well done. <laughs> dingle smacker. That's funny. Are you sure shit. that's not Jess's? That's too. the funniest. Dingle smacker. So, what's the real one? I've forgotten. The real one was rectangular trigger fish. Oh, that's so I nearly, boring. Yeah, I nearly, nearly picked but it too. It's so beautiful. Oh, you're, you're, too, you're too plugged in here. Oh, that is a beautiful fish. How cool is that? It's also cool not very rectangular. I'll call it a diamond. I was really picturing yeah. more of a, I don't know why, but I was picturing more like a rectangle. Yep, you're right. I would have called it the flat fish that's stupid looking. Where does it get and the trigger stupid. name from? I guess I maybe- It's got like fluoro green on it. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Sick. And that blue line there. That is a sick fish. I think it's, I think it's a fun name, but yeah, it's, it's no dingle smack. I'm going to go snorkeling the Great Barrier Reef soon. And I'm going to see fish that look like that. That's, that's what I'm expecting, that is you know? That is so freaking cool. Um, <laughs> that's actually the coolest. Thank you. Hey, actually. Yes? According to Dan, the question writer, it's also known as the reef trigger fish. Oh, but it's from Hawaii. You missed your chance. I was chance. just there. You missed your I chance. was just there a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Here is question number six. Ooh. This is the... Penultimate question. I always doubt when I say it, but I think that means second last. That's correct. Comes from Hannah's Nord from Cape Town in South Africa. And Hannah and Hannah's question is Yeah. What happened on the third of September nineteen sixty seven in Sweden? Just Sweden in general. Just, Just somewhere Sweden. in Sweden. What date was this? Third of September nineteen sixty seven. Yes, 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 uh, yes of yeah. course. Takes me back. Takes me back. And um, while you're writing your answers, uh, Dan's given us a little bit more info. He did say uh, the rectangular triggerfish is also known as the reef triggerfish, but it is also the state fish of Hawaii, <laughs> where it is called the Hamahamahamahamakanakapuas. Yeah. And in brackets, sorry, Matt. Hey, don't <laughs> say sorry. I, I love think, that. I think you nailed that. I think that is clearly a better name than rectangular triggerfish. And rectangular triggerfish is a fantastic name. So... You can only, <laughs> you know, extrapolate from that that I think Hama 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 Kanakuapua is a freaking awesome name. Mm. All right, the answers are in. Here is question number six. What happened on the 3rd of September 1967 in Sweden? A flock of large geese invaded the city centre. 
<laughs> taking it over for 48 hours before locals were able to reclaim it. You know, the Sweden city centre. Yeah. <laughs> the city centre of Sweden, yes. Off to a cracking start. <laughs> Option two, a radical form. I reckon every, th- it's probably less than every three weeks, I'll have an answer <laughs> that doesn't quite make sense. Yeah. Based on, you know, anyway. Option and at the end, we're going to figure out which one that was. <laughs> so, I think that's cool. <laughs> Option two, a radical form of daylight saving was trialled where the afternoon hours were halved and the night elongated so that every night 1 to 2 a.m. lasted for three hours. Option three, the entire country took the day off and it was really nice. That is nice. Option four. It, you know what? It's not that nice because everybody would be oh, Everybody yeah. would be out. And everything's closed. Yeah, where are lines, they out? Lines around the block to nothing. I hate it. God, you're a pessimist. Yeah, I know. Maybe everybody went to the beach. In Sweden? Yeah, and they had a really <laughs> nice time. Bell's Beach in Sweden. Maybe they just like hung out at home. Just one of those lovely lazy days. You know that time between Christmas and New Year's where mm. it's a surprisingly long time and you don't have, really have anything to do. So you sort of like sit around reading a book or like just go to, you know? Maybe it was yeah, like the that, Swedes maybe. don't have Christmas or New Year's. Oh, so God, what are they going to do? Such an idiot. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Maybe they all just went to the city centre of Sweden. Yeah, and, and hung out with the geese. geese. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. We, how would we know that? I wasn't alive. Yeah. That's a ridiculous accusation, Mason. <laughs> uh, option four. They switched from driving on the left-hand side of the road to the right-hand side, which led to chaos on the roads and 157 accidents being reported. Or Sweden's Prime Minister stepped out onto an ice float to prove it could be driven on, only to be swept out into the river and lost without a trace. I mean, that's grim if that's that the real grim. answer. Mm. But fun grim. Fun grim. Oh! This show dabbles in a little fun grim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realise. I thought this was all just wholesome stuff. No, yeah, no, this, it's not all wholesome. This podcast has has pioneered fun grim. Yeah, fun, fun grim. There's things that are fun and grim. Yeah. Also, I think it's that switched over to the, the other side of the left road to right hand yeah, side. I reckon it's that one. That information. I think it's daylight savings or the the was it the prime minister at the end there? Yes. What is the sorry? What was the daylight get, savings? I'm going to go daylight savings because uh, it's boring. A radical <laughs> form of daylight savings was trialled where the afternoon hours were halved and the night elongated so that every night one to two a.m. lasted for three hours. So you get more sleep. Yeah, don't no, know. I don't think you get. No, that sounds insane. The same amount Doesn't of hours. One well, to radical, wait. It was one, a radical trial. One to two a.m. Yeah, it goes for three hours. So they're adding two hours to the night and taking two hours from the afternoon. Yeah. So you're getting. So you're getting more sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I say that one. Can you only go to sleep when it's dark? Yes, is that? Well, I don't think it's changing the darkness either. Ah, no, I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) They put up a big big screen. And I'm not an animal who sleeps during the day. (laughs) You're not an animal at all, Jess. I certainly didn't go to bed at about 2.30 p.m. yesterday for a couple of hours. It's called blinds, Meso. Honestly, Mason. But I do, I do do most of my sleeping at night. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, how normy of you? One to, one to two a.m. I'm usually asleep. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. For how long? Three hours. <laughs> we could you, you could be watching Rage. So I could be so. watching Rage. Um, I just record it. We'll catch up later. <laughs> yep. Catch up my own time. You, as a Triple J presenter, you do love music. Oh, obsessed with it. Yeah. And you get free access to Rage as well. Yes, that's right. Do you really? Yeah, that yeah. is a perk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like your name. I didn't even. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> My name I gotta, is Kirk. Can you go to me a gig there? Where? On the radio. No. Okay. Have you heard your voice? 
It's yes. grating. Yes. <laughs> well, I've told you about how I applied to do the radio course and they said I, I got rejected based on my voice. Yeah, and wow. now you talk for a living. But it's okay. My brother, the um, very good carpenter, failed woodwork in high school. So, you know, nothing matters. Yeah, just don't buy a house from him. No, listeners. God, no. <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't hire him for anything. So, you're locking in the Dale radical savings. daylight savings. Because right, it's go- boring. Yeah. And that's exactly the kind of thing that Hannah's Nord from Cape Town, South Africa would send in. mm, Something boring. Something (laughs) dull. Yeah. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. This one's going to shock you and maybe even disgust you. (laughs) Flock of large geese invading the city centre. That was written by the house. I'll stop, I'll stop you there. This is what gets me in trouble. I tweak their questions sometimes and uh-huh. tweak their answers sometimes. So, Hannah's question was slightly different and his answer was slightly different. I tweaked them both, not realising that it no longer made sense. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Damn you, me. Uh, the entire country took a day off and it was a really nice time. That was Jess Perkins. Interesting. You didn't pick it. I didn't pick it because hmm. of all the flaws in your logic. Yes, <laughs> as we previously uh, what, mentioned. That people could have a nice time. Yeah, yuck. Can you imagine? Oh. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish people famously hate a good time. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's very. Or well, maybe green. that was why it was a one-off. Mm. Oh, oh, no, hang out with a, gotta hang out with all these, these beautiful Swedish people. Gross. Yeah. I think yuck. it's going to be the prime minister one. The Swedish Prime Minister oh. one was written by Mesa. That was me. Oh, that yeah. nearly got me. Mm. I accidentally said ice float, but it was ice flow. I don't know what an ice flow is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Real Harold Holt vibes. That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah, great. Radical form of daylight savings being tried. That was the house. I, it even confused me and I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so boring. <laughs> no. Why'd you do I that? Just, it was, seemed to me like such a funny thing to do. Be like, we're actually going to take some of the afternoon and put it at night. Also, he did the geese yeah. one. So, he's probably like, I'll do the wacky one and a boring one. Mm. Yeah, the answer yeah. is somewhere in the middle. That's exactly. I do not normally try and have one wacky, one boring. Uh, meaning the correct answer is they switch from driving on the left to the oh, right. Oh, my God. So it was it's correct. been a long time since I've gotten a point and uh, it feels good. Good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, that was one point to Mesa, one point to the house there. Was that something to do with the EU? I bet it was. It's always the EU, yeah, isn't they, it? <laughs> they probably bloody tax the left so they had to switch to the right. No, right? bloody hell. <laughs> tax anything, won't they? <laughs> 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 All right, the scores after six rounds with one remaining. The house is on four points. <gasps> Jess is on four points. <gasps> Meso <gasps> is on four <gasps> points. <gasps> Too Can stressful. You Too stressful it? for me. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Matt, take a point off me. <laughs> oh, wait, does that include a pity point? That but... does include a pity oh, point. Well. <laughs> Do you want to remove the pity point? No. <laughs> <laughs> and we always finish with a movie question, movie synopsis question, which is worth triple points. So it's still truly anyone's game. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I always say that, but obviously, even yeah. if they were one point, it would. It's absolutely true this time. I don't yeah. think the triple points mean anything when the score's level. But anyway, <laughs> here is the final question. This comes from Jared Weber or Weber. One B, Weber? Weber. I still say Weber. Jared Weber from Louisville, Kentucky. Sorry, they got your name wrong there, Jared. Yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> and Jared's question is, what is the synopsis of the 2005 French film La Mastouche? La Moustache. Oh. <laughs> I swipped the... I swipped... <laughs> I swipped the wazzles. <laughs> I'm just... Someone's gone off in my brain. I can't... I'm, not, s- I'm sat mute and I swipped <laughs> the wazzles. Saying all the vowels wrong. <laughs> 
What am I, a New Zealander? Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Back. See, I'm back on top. Back as the alpha. Got him. Got him. So, the question is, yes. what is the synopsis of the 2005 French film La Moustache? Or maybe in France, they'd probably say La Moustache. Moustache. La Moustache. They wouldn't say okay. Moustache. That's La ridiculous. Moustache. While you're writing your answers, here's some more information about the Swedish switching of the sides of the roads. Got that pretty well. Yeah, now that. According to the 99% Invisible website, what happened on the 3rd of September 1967? That day was a national holiday of sorts. Dagen H, or H Day, short for Hoga, Hoga, probably Hoga Traffickom Laugenagenagen. Sorry. Hogan. Hogan. Hoga Traffickom Laugenagenagen. <laughs> A.K.A. the right-hand traffic diversion. That's one word, though. They've got one word over there for the right-hand traffic That's diversion. incredible. For the same amount of letters and two umlauts. Uh, on that day, millions of Swedes switched from driving on the left to, uh, left-hand side of the right. It was the most massive overhaul in driving infrastructure that the world had ever seen. Till 1967, Sweden drove on the left, opposite from neighbouring countries Denmark, Finland and Norway. Swedish drivers who travelled abroad got into car accidents because of their unfamiliarity with the traffic patterns, as did tourists who came to Sweden. Additionally, Swedish automotive companies made cars that were meant to be driven on the right so they could be more easily exported to the rest of the right driving world, but many of these cars found their way onto Swedish roads. Swedish drivers were thus seated closest to the outside edge of the road, making visibility bad. To combat these issues, the Swedish government made the case for switching to the right, and put the decision up for a public vote. The response was overwhelmingly negative. People wanted to stick with what they were used to, but the government just decided to move forward with their plan anyway. Democracy in action. The Swedish government created entire departments to help with the transition. They designed signs and stickers featuring a new H logo, short for Huga or Right. They distributed pamphlets and PSAs and created special products, which included coloured gloves and new headlamps, all designed around the switch. Sweden's television station even held a contest to write the best song to help people remember the imminent switch. The winner, Hold Dig Till Huga, Svensson, which is stick to the right, Svensson, by the Telstars, involved a bit of a double entendre. In Swedish, keeping to the right is shorthand for being faithful to your spouse, while going left means having an affair. On September the 3rd, 1967, H-Day, the country was ready. In the hours leading up to the changeover, most cars were kept off the road for construction crews uh, to switch the roadsides and perform their final infrastructural tweaks. At 4.50am, a horn blared and a loudspeaker announced, Now is the time to change over. The new road signs were revealed and the cars rerouted to the opposite side. Remarkably, H-Day went very smoothly, thanks in part to drivers displaying excessive caution in the face of what was presumably a terrifying shift. All right, the answers are in. Here's the final question. What is the synopsis of the 2005 French film La Moustache? All right, Marissa, here we go. Here we go. Here we bloody go. (laughs) Here we go. It's a thriller about a man who shaves off his moustache and begins to question his sanity when he can't get anyone to notice. Going from an absurdly comical premise to a strange paranoid thriller, La Moustache keeps you guessing. Did Mark have a moustache and is the victim of an elaborate practical joke? Is he going insane? What else in his life isn't real? He can't get people to notice that he shaved his moustache. Yeah. <laughs> get over yourself. Yeah, come on, mate. 
People have got their own stuff going on, you know? <laughs> but also, like, I don't care that much about your facial hair. If I shaved yeah. my mustache, yes, would you notice, you think? I would notice, but, like... Yeah, had a walrus lip. I think it would be so weird if you're like, nobody said anything! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you just have a full meltdown. Anyway, mm. that's option number one. Option two, a teenage boy is teased for his lack of facial hair and his peers imply he hasn't hit puberty. Defiantly, he grows a mustache and finds that not only does he win his schoolmate's respect, he also finds himself... Oh, love when they find themselves. It's like, it's the friends that they made along the way. And that's that era of like, feels like that era of like, uh, you know, like. Coming of age movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was a big boom of those. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the indie sort of ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mm. Boy and so forth. Juno. Juno. Yes. Sure. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Option three, a horror film about a chef whose evil mustache compels him to murder angry customers. Stop right there. I'm picking that one. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not. His calling card was cutting a bloody mustache above his victim's top lip. Okay, stop oh, right there. I'm picking that, that one. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not. I don't like that. I don't like that. Option four, a spy thriller about a secret agent tasked with retrieving a fake mustache that contains a hidden microfilm containing the plans for a French nuclear weapon before it falls into the hands of Soviet spies. There's a microfilm Inside in a fake a mustache. mustache yep. That feels very French, though. Like, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like we think of the French as sophisticated, but then they're, all their movies are like, you know? yeah, yeah, le bleu, le bleu. Exactly. They say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I knew it was it was pretty French when it said there was plans for a French nuclear weapon. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, that's French. They love that. that. that <laughs> they love a bit. They love that a bit. Now, that, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is French. I was wondering how this doesn't seem that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Did sorry. the one about the teenager say anything about France? Let me check. Um, no. His right. name's Chocolate Eclair. The boy's <laughs> name is Chocolate Eclair. <laughs> uh, but don't worry about this one. It's French right off the bat. Gerard Depardieu is a car salesman with little success in business or love oh. who grows a mustache on a bet only to find that his sales boom and success with the opposite sex increases. Because of a mustache. Yes. Un- I think getting rid of the mustache would ooh, do more. Ooh. <laughs> well, in 2005. Yeah. Different time. Different hipster, time. hipster, hipster paradise then. Uh, 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 but a bit of a twist at the end here. Until he gets mixed up with a gangster's wife. <gasps> oh, Too sexy is the problem there, I think. That's a good one. Mm. Gerard Debajou of the mustache. Okay, can we have a summary of them again, please? Yep. The <laughs> <laughs> with a little less attitude, if the, you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thriller where a man shaves off his mustache, but no one notices and he loses his mind. Teenage boy, teased for a lack of facial hair, then he grows it. Becomes um, respected by his schoolmates. Also finds himself. Chocolate eclair. Chocolate eclair. A horror film about a chef whose evil mustache compels him to murder. I just don't want it to be that one. Would you pick it though? No. Interesting. A spy <laughs> thriller about the agent tasked with retrieving a fake mustache because it's got plans for a French nuclear weapon. Oh. Mm. Mm. Or Gerard Depardieu grows a mustache and uh, his sales boom and also does his bone. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm paraphrasing there. So does his success with the opposite sex. Which is, yeah. Until yeah, he mean, gets mixed up with a gangster's wife. Mm-mm. I kind of like the the French the French nuclear weapon one. Okay. Because I, when it gets, remember they did the remake of Get Smart? Yeah. Yep. It is was that a, so around oh, the same amount of time? I reckon, time? yeah. I reckon similar. Sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> you're doing the voice I'm where you t- made it up, Jess. I'm trying you're doing the voice. I'm trying to answer your question. <laughs> you're doing the voice where you're trying to trick me. You're doing your trick me voice, Jess. Yes, I don't know. 2008. But it feels. Oh, okay, right. Well, then, no, actually. Ooh. This was like 2005. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is I think uh, if, oh, if, anything, yeah, if anything, I would have said, okay, Get Smart was somewhat successful and they went, oh, let's do a French version of gotcha. that. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's... I don't think it's the one that Jess made up, which is the one before that. I think the horror film about horror a chef. film. I don't think it's that one. I think the it might be mustache. the. I think it might be the coming of age, the boy. Okay. Or the first one. The guy shaves off his mustache. No one notices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or so chocolate eclair. Because again, that feels very French. Mm. I'm thinking like, do you remember when did the double? Oh my god, when did the double come out? I know that's not French. The it's double. A, Jesse Eisenberg, and he's a. Oh, the one he, about Facebook. <laughs> yes, that the, there's a there's a there's a Jesse Eisenberg movie. Oh, where he plays Lex Luthor. Yes, that's the one. Where he is. 2013. The oh, novel. okay, then okay, right. British black comedy thriller. Yeah, yeah, but that's the one where it's just he works in an office and then a guy shows up and it's just him oh. and nobody else notices. Oh, oh, oh I hate that. That's and he's spooky. like, yeah, he's this he's the same guy. And everybody's yes. like, no, he's not. And it's like similar vibes, but like weird. Ten years earlier. There's a new film preview I saw coming out. Who's the guy from that ad agency show? From the old Mad Men. Mad Men. The yeah. Mad Men guy. Oh, John Hamm. John Hamm. I was going to say it was like <laughs> Greg Jug or something. But yeah, something <laughs> Greg <like>. Jug. <laughs> John Hamm. He's, he's in it and he's working at this office and he finds this room and he's he's working in this room. Oh, I've seen the trailer for that, yeah. And and everyone's like, there is no room. It vaguely sounds yeah, similar yeah, yeah, to yeah. what you I'm going to go with the first one. I okay. think there's enough room for insane things about, like, I think I did, did this. Did John in- Ham talk you into that? John Ham kind Greg of- Greg Jug. Greg Jug kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Jug. So, you're picking that over the- uh, yeah the Over the boy. The boy. Which is- That feels to me more like an Australian film, but oh. a boy who grows a mustache and learns a lesson about life or whatever. But think about it if the boy's going, hey, I'm a boy. Now and it's a- it. I'm imagining a curly mustache. I'm also imagining it in black and white. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, nice. So, so you're picking that one? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm picking the first one also. Ooh, okay. Locking that in for Jess. Uh, that means... We can do this. I believe in us. And then we combine our scores and then we kill the house. Yes, we yeah. burn it. We burn the house. We burn the house. Wait, did we burn... No, I was going to burn the house if we lost. But I guess we can burn the house if we win. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> so, I burn either way? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Yeah. Well, I, may as, I was thinking I could <laughs> I could doctor the scores here, but if I'm going to die either way, I'll just do it as is. <laughs> That's the honourable thing to do. Yeah. Here's who wrote the answers. Gerard Depardieu is a car salesman who gets a gets a moustache and yep. gets more success. That was me, sir. That was me. That's really funny. I love- I don't know if Gerard Depardieu is still acting in 2005. I, I hope think so. He is. Yeah. I Definitely. Hope so. Come yeah. on. Uh, Come on. Let me- Gerard <laughs> Depardieu. He's in, if you could do Gerard he's in Depardieu. Godzilla. No, is that's it? Jean Reno. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, he's uh, the professional. Is that him? Yes. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. If I think France, I think right. Gerard Depardieu. I.e. the only name I could think of until you mentioned Jean Reno, in which case mm. I would have picked Jean Reno. That's what who I think of. Yeah. Uh, Tina Arena. she the one who got big over there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, what year was <laughs> Okay. Was it 2005? Our Tina. In the year 2005, Gérard Depardieu was in Olé as <laughs> Francois Weber. All right. Okay, so. Okay, so was, that's plausible. Actually, was in a lot of films. No one picked it, but it's plausible. He was also in Let's Be Friends. Okay, I couldn't, I could not for the life of me picture Gérard Depardieu, and now I can. Now you can. I'm I was thinking, thinking of, of who? Jean Reno. Jean Reno is yeah. who I was thinking of, yes. Uh, I remember my aunties finding him, he, he was like a real sex symbol in the 90s. Whoop. He was in a movie <laughs> called Green Card, I recall. Anyways, yes. 
the spy thriller about a secret agent with the French nuclear weapon, etc. That was written by The House. The That's House. That's not bad. That one's pretty good. Your auntie's found that really sexy. I might be, mi- I might be misremembering. Maybe uh, he's sexier in motion. And probably it, the accent definitely plays its role. Definitely. Maybe he's sexier when he's obelix. Yes. Uh, when I say The House, that was Jared in particular who wrote that one. Good work, Jared. Uh, the horror film about the chef whose evil mustache compels him to murder <laughs> angry customers. That was also Jared. I had the, the f- kind of messed up bit about cutting the top lip. Hated and, that. Yeah, I regretted it. Uh, teenage boy <laughs> being teased for his lack of facial hair. Uh, his name was Chocolate Eclair. That was written by Jess Perkins. <laughs> I could have sworn you were the, doing the, the, the serial killer one. Nah. Interesting. Uh, meaning the correct answer. You both got right. A thrill about yes. a man who yes. shows off his mustache. Yes, the house burns. And he not get anyone to notice. So three points to Jess. Three points to Meso. Now, it, while I'm tabulating it. the scores. And I'm lighting a match. <laughs> I'll and I'm pouring you, this petrol. <laughs> this movie is well loved. Eighty-six percent of critics gave it a positive score. Sixty-six percent of the audience. And a review by Stephen Hunter from the Washington Post reads: "In one sense, it's what might be called typically French, oh. an exquisitely observed fable of bourgeois life that is mordant, witty, and yet low-key. In another sense, it's what might be called." Nuts. I'm looking at the trailer. I'm not the trailer. I'm looking at the poster. It doesn't look nuts. No. It looks very mundane. Like, I would have thought it'd be wackier. Yeah. There you go. So, the final scores here. Any any actors or anyone sticking out to you there? Yeah, this guy's in stuff. He's in... Oh, yeah. He's in a James Bond. Yeah. Is he? This, this guy, this guy. For the listeners, Bob, what's oh, his name? His yeah. name is uh, Matthew... Oh, he's in... Amalric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Matthew Almeric. There you go. I think I might watch this film. It's the first one in a while where I'm like... I probably would maybe enjoy this. Um, so, final scores in third place on a very respectable four points. It's the house. Boom. Good one. No, I'm, giving, I'm giving the, the house of props there. Out in front. They, they tricked me, the house. On equal seven points, it's Meso and Jess. Yes. Can you believe they did it? Obviously, one of you had to have a pity point to get you there, but that doesn't matter now. All <laughs> points are points. Even with that, hey, take the pity point away. Take the pity point away. Still beating you, haven't I? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. And Meso wins. Yes. So that's I'm good. not taking it away. No, 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 I'm happy for it to be taken away. How do you, how do we feel about I feel like what what's the measure of success for this podcast? I feel it's it's like pool rules. If you get one, you're you're in. You don't have to run around the table with your pants yes, around your ankles. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. You've potted a ball. That's right. <laughs> a point is a ball. Yeah, point is a ball. Getting yeah. a point is mm-hmm. potting a point. Yeah. That's right. Potting a point. <laughs> We're putting it in a terms life. that our listeners understand. That's right. A lot of pool sharks. That's right. You get a bullseye, you get another bullseye. Your yeah. name's Frosty the Throwman. You know? Yeah, I'm up and down on Frosty the Throwman. I don't know if I hate it or love I it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> now, where can people find you? At my house. Okay. But I wish they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> They're always bloody knocking on my door. You can find me at uh, at Jess Perkins on social media and on radio and on the Do Go On podcast. Mm, what's nice. your favourite recent Do Go On episode? <sighs> It's probably one, one. Of, one of the ones that the guys have done recently have been really good. Yeah, that's great. Nice. The Beast of Gévaudan. Oh, if you like a bit of, of enfoncée. If you've got like a four-hour road trip, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've got the podcast for you. Well, you're running we'll take a marathon up, coming We'll take up. up every fucking minute of that road oh, trip. Yeah. yeah. And Meso, where can people find you? Uh, I've got a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk about movies and comic books and TV shows and all that sort of stuff. Very rarely a French film, but maybe. Is this the kind of thing that might be featured on Caravan of Garbage? Absolutely not. It's not <laughs> weird enough or bad enough from what I can tell. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, in recent <laughs> weeks we covered, of course, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yep. Oppenheimer feels like a French film, doesn't mm. it? feels quite arty. 
Yeah. Mm. So does Barbie. That's mm. true. Very arty. Mm. Makes you think. Yeah. Greta Gerwig, she was she was promoting the movie and she's like, oh, yeah, I based it heavily on the works of Jacques Tati. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to look that up now. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I love a bit of Get out Tati. the old Google. I, I watched a few Tati films. Andy Matthews got me on him a while oh, really? back. We went and saw one at the the cinemas. Oh, that's and, cute. Uh, yeah, it was it it was the film that ruined him. He spent so much at the on Club it. X cinemas because that's a Club different X. that's a different kind of Tati film. <laughs> it's different. It's, it's a not, titty film. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. That is good that stuff. Is good oh, stuff. that's good stuff. All right. And I was stuff wondering that good, I was... that's how you win. Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly thinking, do I even put this episode out? But <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Turn it around. <laughs> might, I might clip that out and put it at the top. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's weird to just really win it over right at the end. Jacques Titi films. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, Mason and Jess. Please give us a five star review, Mason and Jess. Okay. All the listeners. You know, it doesn't take that long. It's true. I'll give you a three. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're not getting it read out on the podcast if you yeah. only give a three. I'll right. never, I've Good. Done, I don't but, read any threes. But I, oh, he'll read it all right. And I'll, he'll, I'll read it'll it. keep him up it'll, at night. It'll hurt me. Exactly. <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Uh, yep. Hey, how about you tell your friends about it if you think they might like the show? Uh, or you can support us at patreon.com slash do go on pod. Cheers for tuning in, everyone, to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Say anything fucked. Okay. I'll put it out. I'll tell you who I hate as a race. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. Wow. The four hundred meters. I can't figure out the pacing of it. No, you said who though. You said who. <laughs> okay. You mean race organizers. But yeah, the organizers of the four hundred meters. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the Tour de France. This is going in. I didn't respond to Matt's last message. I'll just quickly do a heart react to that. Yeah, there nice. you go. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's a wait off. Have you ever? Have you this ever? This is going to be an awkward episode. <laughs> Has that ever happened? You've, you've you've set up the messaging, and the last message is I don't know something weird from people. Oh yeah. Hey, right. no no worries if not, but I have a big old crush on you. <laughs> that's right. right. I'm tucked into my blanket. I'm good. That's oh, okay. Good. Like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> little Jess Marino over here. Jess Marino, I like that. <laughs> have you thought about? Maybe marrying a na- guy named Marino. Or- burrito <laughs> is what I said because I'm like a burrito. I thought Marino wool. Mm, mm. That would have worked too, but no, I'm really committing to Mr. Burrito. Mr. Bur- uh, Mr. Burrito. <laughs> That's the man for me. Gregory Burrito. Uh, Mr. Burrito is my father's name. My name's <laughs> He's Jalapeno Burrito. Jalapeno oh, Burrito. That is a fantastic yeah. name, I've got to tell you. <laughs> Okay, I for one, I'm ready to start. Yeah, me too. All right, great. Well, if that's the case, are you saying you want me to start? Yeah, or... I'm saying hurry the fuck up. Uh, do you mind t- bringing it a little bit closer? Sorry to James. I do mind, James, but I'll do you... it. <laughs> oh, he leaves all that in. That's he interesting. He does leave that Okay, in, yes. right. Um, you didn't know that? No, I don't know. I don't listen. I don't what? listen to any podcasts. Why, would, I don't why like would you? I don't like podcasts as a medium. Why would you listen to yeah. that? Oh, there was a do go on recently that Saren was on and oh, yeah. I wasn't. And I've been listening to it. I'm like... This is a good show. Right? <laughs> I really like this. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. When you're not under pressure to read a report or be funny. Yeah. It's great. Just listen just, and just enjoy. Listen. I don't even mind it if it's yours or Dave's reports. I'll listen to that. But when I talk, I'm like, shut up. Yes. Let the boys talk. Um, yes. It's very similar to me. Only I say the girl and the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let the girl and the boy talk. 
I've still moved my ages ago. I'm just checking my credit card statement while we're. That is funny because I, I was a sugar in it, but then I just saw, oh, I have, and, okay. Just checking to see if, if uh, they've processed or refund yet. But, um, oh, well. So. <laughs> this month you've spent the most on shopping. That's what oh. it tells me. Huge surprise. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that about you, Mesa. What, yeah. what do you say to them if Name they're listening names. right now? Tell me who they are and I'll, I'll Je- get them. Je- Jeffrey? Jeffrey? Yeah, I'm Kenneth? sorry. Yes. Former Premier of Victoria. Former Premier of Victoria, Jeffrey Jeff Kennett. Kennett. Wow. I call him Jeffrey. Yeah, you would. Because he's in trouble. Respect, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, young man. Evan, I know you're listening. Yeah. I will torch this place to the ground. You don't mean to the podcast. You mean in the studio right now. He's always listening. He's always listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, no, I did not. He does not listen <laughs> to the podcast. But I know he's listening right now. Yeah. I always assume when I'm in Stupid Old Studios anywhere. Yeah, Evan's listening. Evan's listening, watching. It really keeps me on the on the right path. Yeah. You imagine the things I'd do if I didn't think Evan was listening, yeah. watching. Yeah. Can he's, only imagine. He's heard me do some horrendous things. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly in bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this problem where I read every year. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nineteen. 19. Same. Interesting. It's like, yeah, I do that too all the time. I don't know what. Yeah. Because it's it just because we're so used to saying nineteen something because that's been our entire lives. Well, not you, but me personally. Wait, what do you mean? I had more nineties than you, nineteens than you did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not good at maths. Me neither. Bing! Another dart in the board. Beautiful Classic language. me. <laughs> Beautiful culture. That's something I do. I'm flawless. Ping, ping, pong. Three in a row. Flawless. Can't wait for you to cut all that out. Ah, uh, yeah. When you're regretting it later. Yeah. And you go, what the fuck am I saying? Oh, you're like, this is when podcasting changed. <laughs> this is the day. It's nice to be able to pinpoint it. I always, I, I, Matt, I, I know it's a small thing, but I always appreciate that you can at, at the end you can you can really quickly order them into like house answers people what they picked and then the right answer at the end yeah i, I, I couldn't do it i just give up if i were on that end i'd just be like oh, um, oh. <laughs> yeah you're right okay, yeah right, right this is the right answer and i don't care about the rest of them bye everyone good night <laughs> bye everyone and you're doing a big wave yeah what is he glenn ridge or something over here i'm glenn oh, ridge yeah. oh well i'm sorry i've been calling him amazing <laughs> Quite a few years. years. I'm Glenn Ridge, or as they call me, um, the darts man, Mr. Darts. Uh, Glenn Ridge. Yeah. Hazza. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm like, I know this tune. Genuinely, a few seconds. It's the song I could think of. Name one song. Who knew it with Matt Stewart's theme? Okay, I'm still writing an answer. By Evan Munro Smith. I've written my answer. Good, great, I love it. But that. you have you haven't really laughed at yours today. I know I'm being I'm being very brave. I've also just made this blanket into a Marge Simpson dress. <laughs> 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 that is, uh, I, it's funny that you'd be like, I think people at home would be like, yeah, I know what that means. They get it. They get it. You I mean you uh, changed the Chanel dress in multiple ways? Yes, the pant, the suit. Yeah. yeah. Was it Chanel? That's a perfume company. They did clothing also. Okay. Well, probably. I don't think it was Chanel, but it was, you know, it would cost more than Marge could afford. I've Googled Marge's dress she made a bunch of ways. Yes. <laughs> and did it come up? It will, yeah. I love the internet. Yeah, it's good. It is it? a Chanel suit. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Oh, Chanel. I love how you can, like, on, on the internet, you can just be like, 
weird guy in all those movies. Yeah. And it's like, you, you mean, mean Clint guy? Howard? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Douchebag disambiguation. Oh, that's not how you say that. Wow. Dis- I don't think I've ever said that out loud before. Disambiguation. Well, this is a good one. List of tautological place names like <laughs> River Avonmore, which apparently translates to Big River River. So they're all names that have just in two different languages the same word. Oh, okay. A lot of them are just, you know, like River River. You know, like there might be one like, oh, you know, Deadlock? Have you seen Deadlock? I've seen Deadlock. They talk about that. The lake there is called Deadlock Lake, which is Dead Lake Lake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Another fantastic. That'll example. be in. That'll be in. The, that'll be in that. Article. That'll be added in later at yeah. some point. Imagine if it is. I have seen that. I just finished it. What do you think? Day. It's great. And now you're going to tell everybody who the killer is, right? Yep. Right now. Beep. If you don't want to hear who the ki- killer is, oh, it's too late. She's already said it. <laughs> I could beep it out later, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll know if it was beeped out. Oh, I could be bothered beeping it. Yeah. Just say it one more time in case I didn't get the beep before. Beep. Hopefully, I remember to beep that out. <laughs> no guarantee, knowing me. <laughs> you won't. I reckon. I reckon you'll pick my answer again this time, Mesa. So. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. It's very convincing. You've been falling for all my traps. <laughs> yeah, I got your traps. <laughs> <laughs> I think, hey, Mesa. I think you are absolutely fucked. But <laughs> I, that's what I, I don't want that to happen. Well, she's got you right where she. So no, it's not up to you. me, mate. It's up to you. And uh, <laughs> but I think you're gonna bloody finish <laughs> Don't you even worry about it, mate. <laughs> I've missed the score. Sorry. One second. Uno momento. Holy. <laughs> Are you done? Are you ready? Okay. Thank you so much for playing. <laughs> 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 is that Primates? That's this one. Is that? No, yeah. Is that this one? I think it's this one, yeah. Primates is... It's something in your neighborhood. That's it. Who are going to call? Primates. Look, I'm Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. So it, is that something she does? Yeah, it's how she wrote the start of 9 to 5. Oh. What did she do? Oh. It's just her nails clacking together. Did I tell you I watched 9 to 5 on your recommendation? Did you like it? Great fun. So fun, isn't so it? So fun, yeah. Classic Dolly. Mm. I love it. Those old movies that say, and some new movies probably, <laughs> <laughs> that they say, they say at the end, they do a freeze frame and say mm. what everyone got up to. Yeah, after. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It, I genuinely do because it gives me the closure I want. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it when a movie's like they just kiss at the end, and I'm like, and then what? <laughs> yeah, the the one for Dolly in that was that she became a famous country singer. Yeah, that's right. How'd they come up with it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there was nothing in the movie about her being. A no, no, no. She was a secretary. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Now you did it. We did, did it. it again. Hey, we did it. We did it. It's Guys, true. We did that. Yes. We did it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.